Hartley calls me up on what ground? I'm shocked, shocked to find that gambling is going on in here. Calm down, Greg, it's soccer. It's soccer. You're winning, sir. Oh, thank you very much. Everybody out at once. Welcome back to the Plus Money Podcast, your home for the best soccer picks out there in 15 minutes or less. I'm Andrew Pissarro, he's Ani Sridhar, and we're back. The Premier League is back this coming Monday. We just had some League Cup games. Liverpool just lost in a shootout to Manchester City. We'll see if that uh, plays into any of our picks, but we got to start with the big one. Uh, we absolutely nailed the World Cup. You're welcome. I, I believe, um, you know... If you want to name your firstborn child after us, I'd be okay with that. I feel like that's a pretty decent uh, you know, way to say thank you after we gave you Argentina plus 600 from the get, and I gave you Argentina to beat France plus 3,400, and then I went six of seven on the day. Ani, I know you were all over the board as well. We just clean sweep, absolutely rocked that final. Very, very happy. What a game. Greatest World Cup final I've ever seen, and I have to say probably the best the greatest like culmination of a championship we've ever seen. I think there's a couple college football championships I'd put up there, but I don't. I've never had a Super Bowl be more thrilling. We've never had. I mean, a couple games in the Stanley Cup, uh, you know, NBA World Cup or, uh, World Series championships, whatever. But that was amazing. Just a true testament to the greatness of the game. Shout out Messi, uh, Mbappe scoring a hat trick. What a match. But it's great to be back. Yeah, it's it's definitely great to be back. What an absolute thriller of a World Cup final. Uh, yeah, like you said, best World Cup final I've ever seen. Arguably one of the greatest World Cup finals of all time. And the scary part is France is going to be back in four years. That, that core is still so young. Griezmann will probably play his last World Cup in four years. Might be a reserve at that point, not starting. Mbappe is only going to be 27, 28. You've got Chiumeni, who's in his tw- early 20s. Kamavingo is in his early 20s. Lloris might be on his way out, but we know goalies are probably the position where age doesn't really matter. Like, he could probably play till he's 45 and still be at least decent enough to make another push for the finals. Dembele's young. Coman's young. They, got, they have new talent like just breeding there in France. So France is going to be back. Argentina without yeah. Messi, uh, probably not. They're very also. They'll make the tournament. Very, make, know, it t- make the, the tournament, tournament for Also sure. a pretty young team though, you know. You got Julian Alvarez, you got Enzo Fernandez. So a lot of young talent there on Argentina as well. But this France team is going to be just as scary in four years. I was dumb to sleep on them this World Cup. I won't make that mistake in four years. Even though the next World Cup is going to be a lot different because it's going to be 48 teams. So it's going to be really interesting to see how they end up doing that with 12 groups of four or two. I've seen like one theory was like two groups of 24, stuff like that. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I saw I saw the two popular, we'll, but we'll get to picks in just a second. The two popular ones is either 12 groups of four and then a certain amount of third place teams move on which I think is what they'll go with because it will result in more matches and which means more money. But the problem they is could with do... the more matches, that's what's been holding it back because these, you know, like the English Federation and what they don't want these players playing so many matches and then coming back potentially hurt, fatigued for, you know, their domestic leagues. But at least it's in the summer. <laughs> at least it's going right. to be in the summer. And now here's the problem if they do – I think the other proposition is 16 groups of three or something like that. 
the problem with that is you can't have all three teams playing at the same time, which could lead to what happened in that very famous Austria and West Germany game where I think it's the disgrace of Ihan or whatever. I don't know how to properly pronounce that, but the two teams just kicked it around and it ended in a, in a tie and they eliminated another country and we could get that. That could be a situation where, you know, you know, group of the three teams, one of the three teams is eliminated going into their final game with nothing to I play for. I mean, simultaneous for, games which... for the last game in the World Cup is what makes that last game, like that last day, so exciting. We saw this entire World Cup. Besides, I think, Group A, where we knew the Netherlands was pretty much going through, they were playing Qatar, and then whoever won Ecuador and Senegal was going through. Every other group, I'm pretty sure, like, the simultaneous, like, results. Like, I remember the Australia-Denmark game was like, because Tunisia had scored against France and everyone, oh my God, what's about to happen? We had the South Korea madness. We had Japan craziness. It, it It's it's what makes the World Cup, the group stage, just on that last day unbelievable. And it would be a shame if they went with groups of three because then you eliminate that factor. So, Absolutely. All right, let's get into it. Boxing Day in the EPL, their their big day back. They're coming back almost a full week before every other league. There'll be a little bit of La Liga coming up in the midweeks, but nothing as big as slate as this. Uh, I only have Boxing Day picks. I didn't take anything from uh, Tuesday or Wednesday. But uh, my first pick, I'm going back to our Trident 2. Newcastle's taking on Leicester on the road. They're plus 120 on the money line right now. I like that, and I think you could also throw in your card uh, Newcastle and the over 1.5 at plus 165. Yes, Newcastle had some players go to the World Cup. But most of their key players weren't making deep runs. I expect I expect Bruno to be back. I expect Joe Ellington to be ready to go. Like, Miguel Almiron's just they're stud. Gonna, just been an absolute right. Stud I mean, he he season. just had he had a break. He had just a straight break to rest and relax, hit the ground running, and and as is most of that team. So I really like the way Newcastle have been playing. I think uh, Leicester are a team that we have tipped to struggle this season, and they have, and I think that'll continue after this World Cup break. What's your first one? Yeah, on? so uh, along with the picks for Boxing Day, I'm actually going to – I'm, I'm going to sprinkle a couple of Premier League futures that I like too. Just, uh, you know, because it's that time. You want to get them in before this week's game so you get the best odds. And I'm going to go to this Crystal Palace game against Fulham. Crystal Palace at home, plus 105. Give me that right now. Both teams are tied – with 19 points in the table. Fulham is ninth. Crystal Palace is 11th because of goal differential. But I think this Palace team is actually going to have a really good second half. I think that attack is finally healthy with Olise. I think it's pronounced Ezzy. I don't know. Maybe it might. I think it's Ezzy. And then you've got, obviously, you've got Wilfred Zaha up there. And the bright spot for Crystal Palace this season has actually been their defense. They've only conceded 18 goals this season. Like, we've seen them play, you know, one nils, nil nils. So if they can just solidify offensive attack, I think they're going to be really good in the second half of the season. And that's why I also like them to finish in the top 10 here in the uh, in the Premier League. And you can get that right now at minus 110. And I think that's great value. So g- give me Crystal Palace top 10. They're right now tied for ninth. So it's not a crazy bet. I think they're one of the teams that will definitely get in there. I think Brentford will fall out of the ten. We'll see how Brighton does in the second half. You like them? Uh, I'm sorry, that was Newcastle. You said you like the win, but 
Uh, I think Palace Palace plus 105 here against Fulham is my first bet. I thought about throwing both teams to score on my card for that game, and I do have um, I have some props from that in our parlay. We'll get to that later in the podcast. All right, speaking of Brighton, you mentioned them up by, I think, by mistake, but here, but I like them anyways. Yeah, They're taking I'm, on South, got Southampton. I never brought them up in mistake because I was looking at the odds and I was looking at my card at the same time, and I'm like, oh, there's Brighton. There they are. <laughs> yeah. Brighton plus 115. Look, uh, we've been on the Seagulls a lot this year. Uh, they've had a nice break. You've got a new manager who just started after Graham Potter left to go take the Chelsea job. So he just gets seven weeks to kind of like evaluate what he's got, give his players some rest, run them through a little bit of a training camp, and hit the ground running. Now, they've got a couple players, uh, well, at least one. Uh, McAllister's not going to be available because he obviously is still parting it up in Argentina. They played Casado, their really talented box-to-box midfielder, who could be the next big Brighton player to leave for big money. I know Liverpool have been linked to him. They played him at left back in a League Cup game earlier this week, but uh, I still like them to get a result against Southampton, who as well have struggled this year. They fired their longtime manager earlier this season, but I'm going to take Brighton money line to, to get things started, pick things up, Right where they left off. That's my next pick. Yeah, I thought the line was a little sketch, but I have it too at plus one fifteen. And also, I was just saying, Crystal Palace minus one ten. You can actually get them plus one hundred top ten on points bet. So uh, there's there's a little bit of plus money value there. Yeah, I'm with you on the Brighton plus one fifteen. I saw the line. Southampton nineteenth in the table, only twelve points to show so far. They're looking at relegation now. These were kind of the early games in the second half that Southampton need to get a point from to be quite honest. Like, they have to get a, at least a draw against Brighton here. That one point could prove crucial, but I'm with you on the Brighton. Let me go to my next pick here. That's Leicester-Newcastle, baby. Give me both teams to score in the over two and a half. <laughs> Leicester, there's not going to be any defense in the second half of the season, just like there was no defense in the first half of the season. They conceded 25 goals in the 15 matches they played. They've crawled themselves out of the abyss. I will give them that. They're no longer at the bottom of the table. They're sitting there in 13th, but Newcastle rolling. Give me the over two and a half in both teams to score. Yeah, I like that. I've got another game where I like a lot of goals. Liverpool's back line, absolutely horrendous today against Manchester City. They're taking on Aston Villa away at Villa Park. I like the over three and a half in this one at plus 164. Uh, Darwin Nunez and uh, Mo Salah both getting on the score sheet. Or no, I'm sorry, Darwin did not get on the score sheet. Carvalho got on the score sheet. Carvalho, Fabio, yeah. Darwin Nunez wasted multiple chances to score today. Uh, Shocker. Hey, hey, be careful. <laughs> don't, don't. I mean, they, he did me so dirty with Uruguay at the World Cup. I know. I'm allowed to vent a little bit about Darwin Nunez, all right? I rode well, the Darwin Nunez train, all right? I came last in my World Cup pool because of Uruguay. So screw Darwin Nunez. I'm off the train. I'm off. I, I think he'll be able to figure it out against Villa, but I do think that game's going to be – I think that game's got goals in it, so I'm taking the over three and a half. Liverpool, by the way, minus one on the spread, plus 200, which is yeah. – I, I the idea of them getting a two-goal win isn't exactly uh, – it's not high on my list. I'm probably going to stay away from I'm that. I'm probably going to stay away from it. They just played today – we're recording on thir- uh, Thursday. 
they just played today. Off all the way till Monday. That, that's that they're fine. And also, um, I mean, but then they have a, they got a game next week too. Like this is three correct. games within like a week. So correct. But they did they did play youngsters in midfield. Like they they didn't start Fabinho. Van Dyke didn't nowhere close to the squad. Kanate nowhere close to the squad. And they started James Milner at right back, giving Trent the day off. So Fabinho I, came off the bench, right? Correct in the did. second half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they didn't exactly start the number one eleven. So um, fair. So that that's worth it. What else you got for me? Yeah, I've got my last pick here. I guess you could call it the game of the week since it is a London derby, and that's Arsenal against West Ham. It's kind of shocking. I mean, we loved what our our favorite pick last year was West Ham and overs going under two and a half at plus one oh four here. This I'm very curious to see what this Arsenal attack looks like without Gabriel Jesus because he did suffer that injury with Brazil. He's going to be out to till at least, I want to say, what was it, like February? Late January, like early February. Or it might be even later than that. Yeah, so I'm very interested to see how this offense clicks. This might be a very defensive game, defensive game plan from Arteta. I could see a 1-0, 2-0 Arsenal win here, maybe a 1-1 draw, but I I'm shockingly don't see an over here for a West Ham game. I'm on the exact opposite of you. I'm taking Arsenal over two and a half at plus one twenty. See, I just I, I I just don't know what the attack's gonna look like, which is why I couldn't do it. Yeah. I get you. I get you. I think this is a two-one win for Arsenal. I think West Ham can do something. The big thing for me, at least in terms of West Ham, is they've got a couple defenders out. Uh, the the Moroccan defender obviously made a late run and he's he could be out till early january uh and then as well kurt zuma has a little bit of a knock so maybe arsenal can take advantage the fact that this is at the emirates it's the first game back i do see goals in this one and they could always play martinelli down the middle if they had to they could they still have in yeah they like it's not like they have no one if i'm an arsenal fan i want them to sign a striker in this in this break mm-hmm. but the big, the big thing for Arsenal too is like I, I I can see them scoring for sure. I don't see West Ham because look, their best defenders for Arsenal. Ben White went home early from mm-hmm. the England camp, and Saliba got no playing time at the Correct. World Cup. So it's not like those guys are you know like going to be labored, fatigued here. They're going to be ready to go, and I just can't see this West Ham team breaking through that back line. Yeah, um, might have to be a uh, moment of brilliance from Matty Bowen, but we'll have to see. All right, uh, I do have a little parlay. Leicester, Newcastle, over one and a half of the following four. Leicester, Newcastle, um, Crystal Palace, Fulham, Liverpool, Villa, Arsenal, West Ham, and then uh, Mitrovic, anytime shot on target for the Fulham game, uh, and that clocks Ooh. in plus 224. So, oh, very nice. Okay, yeah, there you go. Very, very simple, just some goals, and not a lot of goals. So uh, that's the parlay. That's the picks. And we'll be back at some point. Uh, some personal news. I'm traveling. I'll be in Florida for, for like six or seven days, and I'm going to be in L.A. for four days. So we may or may not have any content out until after I return. Um, well, happy holidays. Exactly. Happy New Year. Everybody enjoy the Everyone New Year. Everyone cash your bets. Let's exactly. have a green year in yes. 2023. Great, great opportunity to get a fresh start. Um, but follow us on Twitter at the plus money pod at Andrew Pissarro at Ani 323 Instagram as well for the great memes and uh, best of luck this weekend and enjoy your holidays.